They said getting started was the hardest part, but no one told you how hard it is to scale a custom service business. It's time for your team to step up, but your clients want you. Discover how to scale to seven figures and beyond by freeing up time and getting your team to run whole parts of the company so you can focus on scaling profits. This is the Hands-Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in. I am your host, Mandy Ellefson from the Hands-Off CEO podcast. So glad to have you here. Yesterday, we were going through the rundown for how our Hands-Off CEO retreat went last week. And some of our tribe members were able to come. We had this great time at the beach in Central California and Oh, a lot of the time we actually sat on the beach on blankets and some of the time we went back into the beach house, but it was so much fun. And there were some common themes that just kept coming up. And we're at this place right now in the hands-off CEO, the Scale to Freedom tribe, where I am seeing virtually everyone up-leveling their vision. And it's really exciting for me to see this because what it really is, is that they are up-leveling what's really possible for them in their business and doing it in a way that it's a lot of fun. And they're growing from this place of ease and abundance. And that's what being a hands-off CEO is all about. So I wanted to just walk through what that looks like and how you can implement this into your own business so that you can get better and better results. So the topic today is taking quantum leaps in your growth by letting go of the how virus. So what has transpired to make this a reality is this shift in focus. And it's really a mindset shift that happened where moving away from how and removing that completely out of your space and instead focusing on what and why. As a leader, what your focus should be is what and why. You're setting the vision. And how is set by your team. Your team is the one who should be figuring out how. And during this discussion on this yesterday, actually, one of our tribe members, Lily Farrick from Healthcare Sales Pipelines, shared this great insight around the how. The question about how is really a technician question. It's not an executive question. And her response to that was, my how is my next who. And I thought that was really um, insightful. And it was fun to talk about this in the group because everyone had a little bit different insight for how this is moving forward in their business and how they're expanding their vision. And this has been really exciting for me to see this because what I've noticed is that when you're really focused on how, what you're really doing when you're focusing on how is it's like you're driving a car forward by navigating and looking in the rearview mirror. And the what and the why is what's going to drive you forward and help you set these inspired actions so that you can navigate through to the next bend. And those inspired actions come out of that clarity that comes when you're taking bold actions forward and you're looking forward, not looking back. And you can see the summit of the mountain looking forward, but the path to get there isn't always straight up. So if you're really focused on having to know every single step moving forward, then the path to get there is going to take a lot longer. It's going to be like driving when you're focusing on looking at the rearview mirror. And you want to be glancing back in the rearview mirror to help you see how far you've come. You can celebrate. And there's lessons to learn along the way. But, you know, what really happens if you are driving looking in the rearview mirror? So there's a high likelihood that you're going to crash because you're not looking forward. 
maybe you can drive that way, but how slow will you have to drive that way in order to not crash? That's really a big problem with the way a lot of people grow their company. And it's what stifles their vision of what's really possible. Because if you have to know every step forward before you take it, then it slows you down tremendously. And then, you know, what might look like, okay, I can get my company to 1 million. You know, I can see the path towards that. But maybe your vision really is 5 million. And when you just focus on the how and you don't know how to get there, then it doesn't even feel like it's possible. And this is something that I saw during the retreat. The whole first day, we kept saying, all right, we're not talking about how today. We're not talking about how today. We had to say that probably 10, 20 times throughout the course of the day. And people really started to get it. And once we removed the how and once we removed all of what was standing in the way, what happened was the visions got bigger and bigger and including my own too. And that was really exciting to watch and both be part of that too, to see (laughs) most people there just get a lot more colorful about everything that's going to be happening in their business and hearing them declare it in a way that they know it's already happened. It's done. And they're just taking steps forward towards it. And it's a really fun place to be at. So you can look back and learn from the past. You can make a plan for the future, but really all you have is now. And, you know, what are you going to do with that? Like the actions happen now. And let's now go into how. So your job as the executive is the what and the why, but the how has to be handled somehow, doesn't it? So let's talk about how and how you get to the how. So There are two main things to be thinking about for how to get to how. So first of all, we talked about the vision, setting the vision and setting it as if it's done. Now, this works on the macro scale in your business. So looking at like, we want to get to $15 million in gross revenues in the next five years. That can be your macro vision, but it could also be a micro vision in that that our client support role successfully manages the day-to-day of all the client interactions, and you can really get descriptive on what that looks like for that particular role, for example. So you can use this on smaller visions within your company and the larger one too. And in the retreat, we actually went through an exercise looking at more of a micro goal. So then it was more tangible and it just felt like something you could make progress on right away. So you could be setting your vision both on the micro scale for smaller things in your business and also on the larger macro scale for what you ultimately want to accomplish in your business. What does it look like when it's done? And then use language and declare it as if it is done and then just be living into that vision. So that's step one of how to get to the how. Step two is then to use journaling prompts, to use question prompts to help you get to that. And what this does is, first of all, it taps into your intuition. And that is one of the things that's going to allow you to make decisions a lot faster. I think a lot of people don't rely enough on their intuition because they don't trust it and they don't know how to utilize it in a way that they actually can feel like they're getting better and better insights. And that is a skill that you learn over time. But Another way to look at these questions, if you're not really someone who's as much of an intuitive type of person, is that what it does is it's tapping into a different part of your brain when you ask questions. And you ask questions as if it's already done. You know, you can even think of it from the perspective of negotiating. (laughs) Like when you're negotiating and asking a question for like, can we do this? And asking permission for it versus we are doing this. What's the best way forward? You get very different outcomes, don't you? 
I think we all learned that as a child too. If we came to our parents and we asked them, we realized we could get a yes or no. But if we do the assumptive sale and come forward and say, so mom, do you think that we should go with Arby's for dinner or do you think that we should go for Chipotle? Those are the kind of things that my daughters come to me all the time with. And I have to applaud them because I appreciate their great sales skills. (laughs) So looking at these question prompts uses a different part of our brain. So Here's some questions that I came up with for some of the challenges that my clients are currently facing. I threw in one of them for myself too. So you can use this by writing into a journal. This is good for the verbal processors who really need to get to write things out. And then it's good for the more introverted folks who might like to write things out as well. So here's some examples of questions that you can ask yourself. Why is my new operations person so profitable for the business? How did I add $100,000 of profit to the business last year? One of the people from our tribe at the retreat actually came to that discovery when we were at the retreat, which was really a lot of fun. How did I empower my team to step up and be proactive? And why is my client support manager so effective at empowering amazing results for our clients? So those are examples of some specific questions that you can use. And I want you to notice that it's future pacing. So it's questions like, how did I do it? Why did I do it? Why is my client support person so great? Like you be making the assumption, you're building that vision that it's already happened. And then it uses a different part of your brain, like I was mentioning, and you're going to get different thoughts and inspired actions from it. So this is a muscle that you can build over time. This journaling is something that I do almost daily. And what it does is it allows me to solve problems in my business so much faster. And I'm able to solve them myself without bringing people in. And there's some things that I want to involve my team in helping me making decisions on, but sometimes there's these higher level strategy decisions that you need to make, um, specifically around setting your vision, They really need to be made by yourself as the executive. And while you can always reach out to a mentor or some kind of consultant that you can work with and help you come through these problems. But really, there's only so many things that you can bring to that person. And what I'm always doing with my clients is helping them build the muscle for how they can solve problems on their own, and then also how they can use their team to help solve problems in the business independently too. So there's it's kind of a, a double-pronged thing. So that's really powerful when you learn how to do that and you're able to make decisions a lot faster and be confident in the decisions that you make. So to sum this up, you expand what's possible in your business when you let go of how. And you don't need to see the whole path. You just need to see a few feet in front of you. And I want you to recognize is that this attachment to knowing how is actually fear. It's actually like a mind virus, you could call it, how mind virus that is keeping you playing small in your business. And as an executive, your job is what and why. And your team's job is how. And you can be glancing back in the rearview mirror to learn and to celebrate and to really learn the wisdom from those lessons from the past, but your focus is on your vision moving forward, looking ahead, and using that to drive all the decisions that you make moving forward in your business. And set your vision as if it's done. Then use these question prompts and your intuition and journaling to activate different parts of your brain so that you can get to the how in the most effective and fun way and to use it to really drive the growth of your business. So if any of you are listening to this and you're just itching on like, 
how do I scale my service business? I actually do have a guide for how. So if you want to go to handsoffceo.com forward slash roadmap, you can download my five-step roadmap for how to scale your service-based business. And there is this side of the how is that when you get a little bit more glimpse to the how, it can actually help you expand your vision of what's possible. And that's something that I find happens a lot when I'm talking to people in what I have called a scalable growth diagnostic session. And really what's there is looking at where businesses want to go, where the CEO wants to take the business and, you know, what's in the way of that and looking at, you know, how you can expand your vision. And when you can see that there's a path forward, when you actually do see a how, when someone can bring the how to you, it can allow you to expand your vision. So that's something too, that if you go to the website and you go to handsoffceo.com forward slash apply, you can apply to have one of those sessions with me. They're complimentary. They are limited. I can only do about four of them a month because it's all the capacity that I have for it at the moment. But I would highly recommend you going to the website and checking out that roadmap resource that I mentioned. So I hope that you got a lot out of this episode. It's been really fun for me to share it with you. So you are listening to the Hands Off CEO podcast. I am your host, Mandy Ellefson, signing off. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Hands Off CEO. Don't forget to download your free scalability roadmap, a checklist that will help you scale up your custom service business with what you have right now. Go to handsoffceo.com slash roadmap. That's handsoffceo.com slash roadmap.